Welcome to this episode of the Poitras Ponderings Podcast, where we pause, ponder, and project. We know you will once again enjoy this week's episode. this week, Jim continues his I Have a Story series and tells us about the sermon that he has never forgotten. So without any further delay, I turn this over to our host, Jim Poitras. This is the Poitras Ponderings Podcast with Jim Poitras, the podcast where we pause, we ponder, and we project. In our last episode, I talked to you about being a sermon forgetter, the world's greatest sermon forgetter. And I mentioned to you that hopefully for me it comes down to this one particular point with my theory. And my theory is that all sermons work together, the good ones and the not so good ones, to craft me and you into who we really ought to be. Having said that I'm the world's worst sermon forgetter or the world's greatest sermon forgetter, I want to talk to you today about the sermon I never forgot. I came into the church about 41 years ago, and not too long after that, there was a young evangelist and his wife that came and visited our church. And for some reason, for about 40 years now, I have never forgotten the message that Nathaniel preached that day. I've never forgotten it, and it's been about 40 years. So, I have a story. I have no notes that I'm using today except maybe quoting for you something really cool and special. Let me see if I can find it in my notebook, which I just put down because I knew that I was going to be noteless today. But this particular sermon that I'm talking about, it crawled through the window of my heart and it took up residence in my soul. It was that type of sermon where the illustrations used opened up the windows of my heart and took up residence in my soul. And it's the sermon that I have never forgotten because that day the young man advised us that the sun rises on the just and on the unjust, that the rain falls on the just and on the unjust. The difference between the two would be those people in the world that do not have Jesus and we have Jesus. The scripture says that in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. The other scripture that he used that day was taken from John chapter 14, verse number one. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. 
He's gone to prepare a place for us. We are a prepared people for a prepared place. That day when Nathaniel preached that message, there were a couple of great sermon illustrations that he used that I continue to remember year after year. And yes, I will admit there have been times that I have borrowed his sermon illustrations and incorporated them into my own. He talked that day about a professor of an art class that for a final exam had asked his or her students to paint a picture of peace. And that would be their final examination. And as they were painting this picture of peace, the professor walked around the room and took a look at the, the paintings, the pictures that were being painted, the concepts that were being illustrated by each of the students. There would be perhaps a, a picture of a green meadow. The sun was shining so brightly. Maybe there was a fawn or a deer or a buck in that meadow. That was the picture of peace. But as the professor moved around the room, he or she was surprised to find a student that seemingly has missed the concept and had missed the assignment. As a teacher, I very well know it happens more often than I would like to admit. But the teacher looked over the shoulders of this one student and it seemed like that the student was painting such a bleak, dark picture. The waves were crashing. The sky was black. There was lightning that was flashing through the sky. There, the waves were crashing up against stones. It was just such a picture of darkness. And the professor said to the student, I don't think you understood the assignment. I asked you to go ahead and paint a picture of peace. And the student looked back at the professor and said, you don't understand. I have painted a picture of peace. Because you see there in the rocks, in the cleft of the rock, there is a tiny little bird. And that bird is protected from the winds. The bird is protected from the waves that are coming crashing against those rocks. That little bird is protected from the darkness. It is protected from the lightning. And that, my professor, is a picture of peace. I am so thankful that not only is God my big shield and my small shield, not only is he my shield and my buckler, but he hides me in the cleft of the rock and he covers me with the very shadow of his wings. And as long as I am in his hand or in the cleft of the rock, I am protected from the wind. I am protected from the waves. I am protected from the storm. I'm protected from the lightning. And the young evangelist went on that day to give another sermon illustration. If I remember correctly, and I think that I do, the sermon that I'll never forget, he talked about a sharecropper's family in the state of Georgia where the family had farmed for so many years on a practically rented or borrowed piece of property because they were sharecroppers. And they saved all of their money that they could possibly muster. And one day as the dad was counting the money, money he realized that he had enough cash to go ahead and purchase a piece of land. 
So he said to his son, my son, do you want to go with me to the city? I'm going there to the city of Atlanta, and I'm going to purchase us a piece of property so that we can farm on our own property. And the little boy was so excited to go with his dad, traveled with him through the towns into the city and came to this very large building and they got out of the vehicle and the dad said to the son, now son, I want you to stay right here because daddy is going to go up into this very tall building. He's going to make a contract for this piece of property and I'm going to come back down here and pick you up again. I don't want you to leave this place. I want you to stay where you are at right now. Do you understand me? And the little boy said, yes, daddy, I understand. So the dad climbed up into that building, probably very high into the skyscraper. The little boy remained there on that very busy street. It started to rain and then it started to pour down like buckets of rain. People would be passing by, and one particular individual stopped and said, Little boy, I want you to get into the vehicle with me where you can be protected from this rain. And the little boy said, I'm so sorry, sir. My daddy told me to stay right here, that he would come back and collect me from here. And the person said, Your daddy didn't understand that it was going to start and rain and pour like this. And the little boy said, Daddy didn't promise it wouldn't rain. He only promised that he would come again. Daddy didn't promise that it wouldn't rain. He only promised that he would come again. In my father's house, there are many mansions. He's gone to prepare a place for me and for you we are a prepared people for a prepared place. And then way back then in my memory, Nathaniel mentioned something else that day as he closed that particular sermon. And he talked about that song that says something like, he's coming soon, he's coming soon. With joy, we'll welcome his returning. It may be morning, or it may be night or noon, but we know that he's coming soon. And that song uh, is put to a Hawaiian tune of music and perhaps even sung there. I think Nathaniel said that day, and I haven't been able to prove that this is actually true, but he said that when the braves, when the, the men would go off and fight in the islands of the Pacific and they would come back to a place like Hawaii, that the wives would be standing there on the shore and they would be singing that melody. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. With joy, we'll welcome his returning. It may be morn, it may be night or noon, but you know what? I know he's coming soon. That is my story and I'm sticking with it it's the Poitras Ponderings podcast, where we pause, we ponder, and we get ready for the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you. Join us.
us again next week for another episode in the I Have a Story series of the Poitras Ponderings podcast. Have a blessed week. Thank you.